0: Welcome back, y'all. So we are going to hike back over to chapter 4 in Daniel. And in chapter 4 of Daniel, we're going back to right after Shadrach, Meshach, and Bendigo were saved from the fires of the furnace from God. And um, we'll go ahead and just start with verse 1 in chapter 4. King Nebuchadnezzar sent his message to the people of every race and nation and language throughout the world. Peace and prosperity to you. I want you all to know about the miraculous signs and wonders of the Most High God has performed for me. How great are his signs. How powerful his wonders. His kingdom will last forever. His rule through all generations. Here we can see that King Nebs is really in awe of God and what what had just happened. He's he's just awestruck. In verse 4, I, Nebuchadnezzar, was living in my palace and in comfort and prosperity. So he's very arrogant about this is his palace and he's living a life of luxury. Um, he's prideful and and all look at me and um, we're not responsible for our own successes. God is. And he's about to be reminded of that here. Even after this great wonder that God just showed him. Verse 5. But one night I had a dream that frightened me. I saw visions that terrified me as I lay in my bed. So I issued an order, calling in all the wise men of Babylon, so they could tell me what my dream meant. I can't help but stop and wonder here. After everything he already went through, why he didn't just call Daniel first? Um, verse seven. When all the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and fortune tellers came in, I told them the dream, but they could not tell me what it meant. At last, Daniel came in before me, and I told him the dream. He was named Belteshazzar, hard word, after my God, and the spirit of the holy gods is in him. So he knows God is holy, and he knows that Daniel is a man of God. He's been proven that already time and time again. In verse 9, I said to him, Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians, I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in you and that no mystery is too great for you to solve. Now tell me what my dream means. He has confidence in God through Daniel. He knows that Daniel can do this. And that, again, proves the importance of our humility and integrity throughout society because the world watches us and they watch our actions and our character and our integrity verse 10 while i was lying in my bed this is what i dreamt i saw a large tree in the middle of the earth the tree grew very tall and strong reaching high into the heavens for all the world to see It had fresh green leaves, and it was loaded with fruit for all to eat. Wild animals lived in its shade, and birds nested in its branches. All the world was fed from this tree. Then, as I lay there dreaming, I saw a messenger, a holy one, coming down from heaven. The messenger shouted, "'Cut down the tree and lop off its branches. Shake off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Chase the wild animals from its shade and the birds from its branches.'" but leave the stump and the roots in the ground bound with a band of iron and bronze and surrounded by tender grass. Now let him be drenched in the dew of heaven. Let him live with the wild animals among the plants of the fields for seven periods of time. Let him have the mind of a wild animal instead of the mind of a human. So for seven years is, is what they're saying. And seven again is a number of completeness or totality Verse 17, for this has been decreed by the messengers. It is commanded by the holy ones, so that everyone may know that the Most High rules over the kingdoms of the world. He gives them to anyone he chooses, even to the lowliest of people. Bel-Taz-Zar was that was the dream that I, King Nebs had. Now tell me what it meant, for none of the wise men of my kingdom can do so. But you can tell me, because the spirit of the holy God is in you. Upon hearing this, Daniel, also known as Belteshazzar, was overcome for a time, frightened by the meaning of the dream. He was scared. He didn't want to tell the king what it meant. Then the king said to him, Belteshazzar, don't be alarmed by the dream and what it means. He replied, I wish the events foreshadowed in this dream would not happen to your enemies, my lord, and not to you. Daniel didn't want this to happen to king nebs they had a relationship and they had built a friendship and he didn't want anything bad to happen to him verse 20 the tree you saw was growing very tall and strong reaching high into the heavens for all the world to see it had fresh green leaves and was loaded with fruit for all to eat wild animals lived in its shade and birds nested in its branches that tree your majesty is you for you have grown strong and great Your greatness reaches up to the heavens, and your rule is to the ends of the earth. King Nebs at this time, he was the most powerful king in all the world governments at that time. So he had grown pretty powerful in the nations at that time. Verse 23. Then you saw a messenger. The Holy One, coming down from heaven and saying, Cut down the tree and destroy it, but leave the stump and the roots in the ground, bound with a band of iron and bronze, surrounded by tender grass. Let him be drenched in the dew of heaven. Let him live with the wild animals of the field for seven periods of time. This is what the dream means, Your Majesty, and what the Most High has declared will happen to my Lord the King. You will be driven from human society, and you will live in the fields with the wild animals. You will eat grass like a cow and you will be drenched with the dew of heaven. Seven periods of time will pass while you live this way. You will learn with the, that the most high rules over all the kingdoms of the world and gives them to anyone he chooses. But the stump and roots that, that the, to the tree that were left in the ground, this means that you will receive your kingdom back again when you have learned that heaven rules. So the warning is to humble himself before God and realize that heaven rules and everything that we have is given by God and God alone, not by our own doing or our own work. Like God blesses us. Everything we have and everything we do, every breath we take is, is from God. Um, verse 27, King Nebs, please accept my advice. Stop sinning and do what is right. Break from your wicked past and be merciful to the poor Perhaps then you will continue to prosper. So this was a warning to God to humble himself. And Daniel is pleading with him because they have become friends. They've developed a relationship over this time. And he wants King Nebs to change and humble himself to God. So this terrible seven-year hardship doesn't happen to him. And he doesn't have to go through that. In verse 28, but all of these things did happen to King Nebs. Twelve months later, He was taking a walk on the flat roof of the royal palace in Babylon. As he looked out across the city, he said, Look at this great city of Babylon. By my own mighty power, I have built this beautiful city as my royal residence to display my majestic splendor. So we can see here he's still convinced that all this was of his own doing, and he's extraordinarily arrogant and prideful about it. And God gave him 12 months to humble himself and repent, as he was warned to do, to realize that God rules from the heavens and everything is given from God, not Him. And God is control, has control of all the kingdoms, not King Neb's or us. Everything is through God. Verse 31 Well, these worlds were still in. While these words were still in his mouth, a voice called down from heaven, O King Nebs, this message is for you. You are no longer ruler of this kingdom. You will be driven from human society. You will live in the fields of the wild animals, and you will eat grass like a cow. Seven periods of time will pass while you live this way, until you learn that the Most High rules over the kingdoms of the world and gives them to anyone he chooses. That same hour, the judgment was fulfilled. And Nebs was driven from human society. He ate grass like a cow, and he was drenched with the dew of heaven. He lived this way until his hair was as long as eagle's feathers, and his nails were like bird's claws. So he was warned, and he still did not humble himself before God. And he was warned. Verse 34. After this time had passed... I, Nebs, looked up to heaven, my sanity returned, and I praised and worshipped the most high and honored, the one who lives forever. So seven periods, again, is completion. So the, the time completed and his sanity returned and he was able to humble himself before God. And this is the appointed time when he finally repents and recognizes that God is who he is, that God is sovereign, and God is in control of everything, not kingdom. So he finally realized that, and his sanity returned. His rule is everlasting, and his kingdom is eternal. Verse 35, all the people of the earth are nothing compared to him. He does as he pleases among the angels of heaven and among the people on earth. No one can stop him or say to him, what do you mean by doing these things? So he is honoring God and and saying God controls all things, all politics, all seasons, all kingdoms, everything, all is controlled by God. And he's repentant and humbled and restored. And he learned life is not about him. Um. That God has complete control over every aspect of history and every aspect of the future. In verse 36, When my sanity returned to me, so did my honor and glory and kingdom. My advisors and nobles sought me out, and I was restored as head of my kingdom, with even greater honor than before. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and glorify and honor the King of heaven, All his acts are just and true, and he is able to humble the proud. So he saw his errors. He saw his pride. He saw his arrogance, and he repented, and he humbled himself before God. And because of that, he was restored. His health, his sanity, and even his kingdom was completely restored, even greater than before. So God honors our repentance, and when we're humble and when we realize God is in control of absolutely everything and that's just so important um and after after an appointed time all that is will be no more and God's kingdom will reign that's the promise of God God is in control and eventually it'll be his kingdom that reigns forever and ever, and we have that security, and our souls are safe in the hands of God. So that concludes chapter 4 of the book of Daniel. I hope you're all enjoying this. Have a good day.